On today's episode, I'm gonna show you guys inventory management strategies that if implemented correctly, could mean thousands of dollars more in sales for you. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And today is going to be a little bit faster of a podcast, but I want to really dive deep into a topic that I, I haven't really gone over too much before on the show, and that's inventory management, all right? This is something that, that kind of hits close to home because I've just been kind of winging it on Project X, and as you guys know, I'm very transparent about this stuff. What's happened is, you know, a couple of times, some of our coffin shelf and our egg tray goes out of stock, and so I'm assuming that you guys have, have had similar issues with inventory management, so I really wanna dive deep into some strategies on on what you should be doing that you're not doing now with inventory management and of course talk about you know helium 10's new tool that that helps with that but today's going to be strategy focused because again we're talking always about serious strategies for serious sellers out there right so first of all just some you know personal anecdotes you know like obviously like i've said a million times you know my day job here is um, a podcast host i'm the brand evangelist here at helium 10 i'm director of training and and that's my 95 percent of my job but you know, a few hours a week, I try and dedicate myself to learning what's working, what's not working on Amazon. So obviously I'm running multiple, multiple case studies, uh, one of them being Project X. And what's happened is, you know, I, I don't pay too close attention to the, you know, the inventory and I run out of stock like two or three times. Now, here is why this is such a serious issue, okay? If I was the only seller of coffin shelves, you know, like we were last year, it wouldn't be that big of an issue, all right? Somebody searches for coffin shelf and they don't find anything, they might not buy it. Or maybe they'll go to Etsy, you know? So technically I lost that sale. But what happens is, is we've been selling like 20 to $25,000 a month of these coffin shelves. What happens now, now that there are other coffin shelves, if I go out of stock, what do you think is gonna happen? Uh, did somebody who typed in coffin shelf and they don't see the Manny's Mysterious Oddities coffin shelf, are they gonna be like, okay, you know what? Uh, it's out of stock. Uh, I'm going to wait until this comes back in stock. I don't need it. No, they're going to go buy another one that is in stock, right? So that sale I have lost permanently, all right? And in one month, if I'm averaging selling $25,000 worth of coffin shelves a month, guess what? I have literally just lost $25,000 of gross sales that I'm never going to get back, all right? You know, $5,000 of profit. I mean, that, that's like a full-time job right there. I literally lost because I ran out of stock. This is... Very, very important stuff, guys. And this is something that only sells like 40, 30 to 40 units a day. Imagine if you have a product that sells more. Imagine if you have a product that sells less and, and you're just starting off on Amazon, how critical it could be if you run out of stock. Now, conversely, what if you order too much stock, all right? You misjudge how much you need and then all of a sudden, you know, you end up having stuff sit in Amazon for like six months, pallets and pallets of stuff or sitting in a warehouse for six months, like, you know, you ordered way too many stuff and you've got 30 pallets worth of inventory. Now you might be like, oh, well, you know, storage at third-party warehouses and Amazon is actually not that expensive. But, but think if you've got like 20 pallets or 30 pallets, even at the cheap price of, of $20 a pallet spot per month, you know, some, some uh, warehouses charge that small. 
you're talking $400 a month of just wasted money. All right. Wasted money that you have just sitting around because you order way too much. You know, Amazon probably might even charge you more than $400 a month and it's probably going to be more. So it goes both ways. So, so the secret of obviously inventory management is how do you find that sweet spot where you don't run out of stock, but at the same time, you're not ordering too much that, you know, you have to start paying somebody's storage charges. So let, let's just dive into that. And, and, and really, if you think about it, inventory management is a process, you know, it, it's kind of like a circle, the circle of life, right? You got to have the forecasting that goes into the purchasing and then replenishing, you know, getting inventory into Amazon. That's after the purchasing and then selling. And guess what? It goes right back to the beginning of the circle of forecasting. All right. So that's kind of like the flow that you run through, you know, the forecasting part, you're monitoring your inventory levels, you're estimating future sales, the purchasing part. What are you doing? You're creating the PO, you're placing that PO order with the a supplier, and then they ship it to you, right? The next step is the replenishing, is the inbound FBA shipments, okay? So whether it goes directly from your supplier to Amazon, or maybe it goes to you first, and then from you, your third-party warehouse or your own house goes to Amazon, and then it's live on Amazon, and now you're selling to customers, and then you go back to the beginning of that cycle. Now, the thing is that all parts of those that cycle are constantly changing, right? Forecasting, that's gonna be changing you know, how much you order from your supplier and how long it takes, that's going to change every order. So usually the, the replenishment process, how many of you guys have been having issues lately with normally it takes like three or four days to get things checked into Amazon, but now it's taking three or four weeks sometimes. Right. And then of course, you know, the number one volatile factor there is the, the selling, you know, your, your sales. So like, Hey, uh, I, I sell 10 coffin shelves exactly every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Some days I'm selling 50, some days I'm selling 15. It goes all over the place, right? Now, changes in one of those little, you know, parts of that circle there, it's going to affect the rest of it, right? Selling changes your forecasting. You know, forecasting is going to change your purchasing. Purchasing is going to change your replenishment. Uh, re replenishing? Is that a word? Yeah, replenishment, replenishing, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that's about the challenges of inventory management, guys. It's, it's not just about what to order. It's about when to order. So what kind of problems are you guys facing these days? You know, what are some of the issues? You know, when I talk to uh, Amazon sellers out there, things like last minute sales spikes, incorrectly interpreting historical data, not giving yourself time for reorder frequency. You know, that that's a thing too. Reorder frequency might be a new term to you, but, but how often you want to reorder, you know, like you don't want to be ordering product every two weeks and shipping every two weeks. Maybe you want to order every month or every three months or every six months, right? Uh, what other issues are there? Incorrectly interpreting the historical data, you know, like maybe there is some uh, sales spike and it was because of a lightning deal that you didn't even realize was you had done. And now you think, oh, no, no, my sales are going to be high. So you're misinterpreting the sales data to forecast, right? So that's what is the problem about with what to order. You know, some of these things result in ordering too little. Some of these things result in ordering too late. Some of these things result in ordering too much. All right. What about uh, the problems with when to order? Supply delays. What are the issues, guys? Supply delays. Incorrect lead times. That's going to result in you ordering too late, too early. And those uh, issues result in things such as increased costs. Like if you're ordered too late, why, why is it cost more to ship? Well, sometimes you're going to be like, oh, man, I, I can't run out of stock. I've got to order air shipping, right? And then you order air shipping, it costs like three, four times as much as sea shipping, and you're, you're costing yourself a, a lot of money. Uh, what happens when you when you run out of stock? 
All right, you run out of stock, what happens to your ranking, all right? A lot of times your keyword ranking, you're gonna lose. And then even when you get back into stock, it takes a little bit more oomph to try and get back. You know, each of those times that I ran out of stock of the coffin shelves, I didn't come back immediately to page one, position one. Like one time I forgot to close the listing, all right? One time I closed the listing, and on some keywords, I was, as soon as I got back, like on coffin shelf, I was page one, position one. Other ones, all of a sudden I dropped down to the end of the first page and I had to like do some pro promotion, like some heavy PPC and a search find buy campaign just to get back to the top of the page. So these are the, the things that happen if you do not keep uh, you know a kind of a close hold or a close lock on your inventory, right? Uh, the flip side of course happens, you order too much, then you've got, guess what? You've got all your capital tied up in inventory. H how do you expand on Amazon? How do you scale? It's being able to take your, your proceeds and investing them back into more inventory or to expand your product line, right? Well, if all your capital is tied up in inventory that we call like sleeping inventory, that's money that you could have used to have purchased another product and start scaling more. So it really affects your bottom line, guys. Now, let's just uh, talk, for example, let's say you have just one, one SKU, you're a brand new seller, all right? Try and picture this uh, in your head. You're a brand new seller. Let's say you've got, you know, 500 units in stock and every day customers are ordering 10 units. Well, just picture a graph that shows day one, day two, day three, et cetera. And your inventory is on that graph. And on day one, it's 500. On day two, it's 490. On day three, it's 480, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes all the way down. Eventually it's gonna go down to zero, right? You're, you're gonna run out of stock. But what if you have two different SKUs? What if you have four different SKUs? First of all, the date that all of them run out of stock is not the same. You're not gonna have five SKUs and you're gonna sell exactly 10 units a day, all right? You might have started off with 500 units per SKU, but maybe one SKU is selling 10 a day, another one selling 30, another one is selling five. So now all of a sudden your stock out date for all of these different SKUs are all over the place, right? What if you have 40 SKUs? Like if you have some variation or you're just like a big baller, right? And you just have tons of different, you know, standalone products, right? Remember. These products, a lot of times have different suppliers. There's different lead times. There's different sell through rates. There's different minimum order quantities and more. And all of these factors or a lot of them are changing every day. So it's a big challenge. So what are Amazon sellers doing to try and solve this? All right. Option number one, this is the, this is the one I was talking about. Some people just use intuition and, and that was kind of like what I was trying to do. I was, I really wasn't even paying attention too much to how much I was kept in stock. And I'd be just like, all right, what's my, what's my gut feeling? Let me just roughly look at these numbers. Now what's the pros of that? All right. Well, guess what? It's free. All right. I don't have to pay anything to, to use my own intuition. What are the cons though? Hey, <laughs> it's impossible to manage your inventory like that, especially if you have a lot of SKUs, it's hard to stay updated with uh, changes as well. So what's option two? Spreadsheets. How many of you guys are using spreadsheets? Excel, Google Sheets, whatever. What's the pros? Again, it's free. You know, you're tracking this stuff yourself. Now, the cons though, your time isn't free. It takes a lot of time, right? It's hard to keep updated. Lots of manual entry, pulling reports from Amazon. It's not end to end. You know, you're not tracking your POs necessarily in there or inbound shipments or you're not updating your quantities. And at the at the end of the day, not how many of you guys are really just spreadsheet wizards, right? It's not exactly ideal, right? So the option number three is like you use a software tool. Well, the, the pros on that is, okay, it's more powerful. You get to stay up to date with changes from Amazon, but hey, th there's cons too, you know? Some are not end-to-end. -end. You've got to do a lot of manual entry. Some are not flexible, you know, like it only gives you one type of forecasting, one 
type of lead time. Some just use sales velocity. Software just uses sales velocity as the only way to, to forecast. Uh, a lot of times, inventory management software is, is super expensive. You know, like they charge you per marketplace or or uh, give you limits on your ordering, et cetera. And, and some are, aren't even integrated to Amazon, right? So again, these are the three main methods that, that people are using and each one has pros and cons. So with this in mind, that's why we created the, the Helium 10 inventory management system. And that's available in the profits dashboard in your Helium 10 account. You can go into multiple marketplaces, you know, USA, you can do uh, Canada, you can do Mexico. We're going to be expanding soon to Europe. It's the limits is by SKU. So the platinum plan, you, you can get like, you can be monitoring at 10 SKUs, but if you have diamond or, or uh, elite, it's unlimited number of SKUs. We're not like holding you down there. It keeps your quantities automatically up to date across the life cycle. So a lot of the problems that we talked about with these other methods, we're trying to solve here in the Helium 10 inventory management. So let me just, you know, uh, go in a little bit to talk about this. And, and those of you, again, who are already Helium 10 members, this is already live in your dashboard. Those of you who aren't Helium 10 members or don't even plan to be, totally fine. You're gonna be able to learn something from the rest of this episode because I'm gonna teach you guys some strategies on what you need to be uh, working on. So let's just talk really quick about the forecasting and ordering framework, all right? So let's go back to that, you know, that one example I gave of like one SKU, you know, you've got uh, 500 units in stock and at some point it's gonna run out, right? You don't know exactly when, but you know, 500, as long as you're selling, you know, the 500 units will run out of stock, but that's the thing. You don't know when. So how do you estimate the date of when you're going to run out of stock on your inventory? You've got to figure out what your future sales are going to be. What is this known as in terminology wise forecasting, right? All right. Like you forecast the weather. What's the temperature going to be tomorrow? What's the temperature going to be like next week? You're forecasting your, your sales. All right. I'm selling this right now. Today is 75 degrees. Is it going to be cool next week or is it going to be hot? Are you still selling? Uh, you're selling 10 units today. Are you still going to sell 10 units next week or are you going to sell 20? Are you going to sell five, right? Now, a lot of people are using a concept of like sales velocity, right? So what does that mean? You, you take your total sales like for the past seven days or, or 30 days. And again, if this is all you can do, it's at least something, right? So let's say, you know, you sold five one day, 10 the next day, 20 the next day, three the next day, whatever it is. And over the last 30 days, it was a total of 1000 units, uh, or let's just say 900 units, 900 units you sold, right? So then your sale, your monthly sales velocity is you're, you're selling 900 units per month. Okay. Or what is it? 30, 30 per day average. If my math <laughs> in my mind is correct. So a lot of, a lot of models, what you can do is you use that model, right? Okay. Hey, it's 30 a day. So I want to forecast the next two months of sales. Hey, I'm going to sell approximately 1800 units. Does that make sense guys? If your monthly velocity is 900 or 30 a day, and you just like forecast that out, that means like, Hey, 60 days from now, I will have sold 1800. So that's better than your intuition, right? At least you have something to use, but that's just a, a simple average, right? So what we're doing in, in our uh, inventory management tools, we're kind of leveling up the, the system of forecasting. We have these like unique models, right? Advanced forecasting models. The first one I want to talk about is what's called Helium 10 Exponential. Now this is the default model and it, it's good for SKUs with less data points or unstable sales. The second kind of forecasting we have is Helium 10 Additive, all right? 
You know, you, you heard of some drinks that have no additives and no preservatives. Well, well, this is called additive. I, I didn't name it, guys. Uh, that was that was John, our VP. But I'm sure there's a technical reason why it's called that, right? Uh, it's actually that that's actually good for SKUs with longer sales history, like more than a year. It's a better understanding of trend and seasonality. All right. So how, how does that work? All right. So let's say the coffin shelf. We've been selling that for not quite a year, but if we, if we were selling for a couple of years, we now have that historical data that, hey, maybe around Halloween, it sells a lot. Maybe February, it sells low. So with the additive model of forecasting, it's taking into consideration this long history and not just saying, okay, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sell 900 units a month. It's going to be like, wait a minute, this is October and November. It's going to sell actually 1,200 or 1,300 because there's a sales spike. Or, hey, it's February. It's not going to sell 900. It's going to sell 300 because there's always a big dip in sales. All right. So that's the kind of model you should use the additive model. And again, you, you could create your own model like this uh, in your own uh, uh, Excel sheets. You don't have to use Helium 10 for this, but we obviously just make it a little bit easier. All right. So, for example, you know, the Helium 10 exponential, you have sales uh, are kind of increasing over the last, you know, couple months. So then exponentially, we're going to forecast that it might just keep going along that same trend. However, for additive, uh, again, it's taking into consideration the big dips and the different peaks and the seasonality of different products. And so uh, when you have a lot of history, it can be even more accurate when you use that forecasting model. So, so how, how, much, how much data do we look at, Max, in Helium 10 for that additive model? Well, what we're doing is if you have connected your profits account to Helium 10 your, or your Amazon account, I'm sorry, to profits, we're going to use up to two years of your sales history to help forecast growth curves, seasonality, adjust for stockouts, and more, right? So let's just say we use one of those models. Now we've come up with a forecast. We got to figure out what and when we're going to order. So what are the two main inputs of what and when you order? One would be maybe lead time, right? What does lead time mean? That's a time for manufacturing paying freight, you know, customs clearance, uh, shipping to your end destination, processing, potential delays, et cetera, et cetera. So basically from the time that you drop the PO to your supplier, how long does it take to go through all that stuff and actually get to you or get to Amazon? That's a lead time. You know, some of you guys is 30 days, sometimes 60, sometimes 90. The other uh, main input for uh, uh, forecasting is reorder frequency. This is the time between receiving your new inventory and placing your next order. You know, you want breathing room, all right? So how often do you want to order? Do you want to order every 30 days, every 60 days, all right? You want to put in some breathing room there so that you're not like just depleting your inventory all the way down to zero, okay? Now, you've got to really carefully consider your lead time, guys. This is something that Amazon sellers, this has nothing to do with Helium 10, guys. This is, this is just some general Amazon knowledge here. Really make sure you have this, whether you're a brand new seller and you're making your first order or you have a history of sales, you have got to ask your supplier what it's going to be if you don't know it. And you've got to look at your historical data to see, because I've made that mistake and, and I've miscalculated how long it takes me to get something. And I run out of stock, you know, on project X or something else, because I didn't properly take into consideration the lead time, right? How long does it take to manufacture? You say, Hey, supplier, if I drop you the PO today, when is it going to be ready to ship? Okay, great. All right. Now, how long is it going to take for you to get it on the boat? Oh, one week. All right, cool. What's the sea freight transit time? Oh, 13 days. All right, cool. How long to uh, clear customs? Okay, excellent. How long to get from the port after it clears customs to my warehouse? 
Excellent. There you go. Now you've just considered uh, or you've just calculated out your lead time. Okay. So, so the lead time helps you figure out the when. All right. So now let's say you've been given a, a forecasted amount of sales. How you calculate it is you need to start from when you're going to run out of stock. So you, you use one of these models in order to forecast your sales. So you start from that day, you're going to run out of stock and now you work your way backwards. Remember that that date is a few, that's a, that's a future date. All right. It's a future date. You work your way backwards to get your reorder date. All right. So you use uh, that lead time, you use your reorder frequency, and now you subtract from when you're going to run out of stock to know, Hey, I need to order by this date. So that after all is said and done, all that lead time and all that transit time is said and done by the time my order gets to me, it's before I ran out of stock. Does that make sense? All right. So combining with this reorder frequency, it helps you figure out what, all right, guys. So that's everything I just said is just in general, guys, this is just great rule of thumb to be using in your inventory management, but obviously you know, in the helium 10 tool, you're going to be able to do this kind of programmatically. But even if you, like I said, said it once I've said it a million times, if you don't have helium 10, you still need to be doing this. All right. Now we've laid the groundwork for forecasting lead times, reorder frequency, right? That was the, the, what, and the, when we've talked about all the different cycles of the inventory forecasting or inventory kind of process, right? You know, from forecasting, purchasing, replenishment, selling, what about how does Helium 10 help with that? Well, guys, we've got it all like in the tool itself. Uh, all of those things I mentioned, you're going to be able to get the forecasting. You create your forecasting model, you know, which one you want to do or you select it, I should say. And we're going to tell you inside your profits dashboard, hey, it's time to go ahead and order more. Well, we have this new tab called restock suggestions. You know, right now in the, in the, in the Project X account, it's telling me, hey, I need to start ordering more egg trays. All right. So I need to go ahead and put that order. I'm able to keep my local inventory in my warehouse inside of helium 10. So let's say I have a brand new product and because of the inventory or the shipping uh, restrictions from Amazon, it only allows you to do 200 or 300 units or so the rest of it. I got to store locally in my garage, in my warehouse behind my house, like I do, or in a third party logistics warehouse, right? You're going to be able to track that inventory as well within your helium 10 dashboard. So it's going to give you two different suggestions. If well, it's taking into consideration all your inventory in Amazon and that's in transit and that you've cut POs for and in your local inventory or your local warehouse, what's on the way from your warehouse to Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. And it's going to tell you, Hey, if you don't have enough to last you through how long, you know, uh, you want to have left in stock, it's going to say, Hey, you need to order this amount right now. Or, Hey, you know what? In about three weeks, you're going to have to order this amount. We're, we're updating this every day so that you can get a heads up on what you need to order. All right. And you need, you guys need to be doing this. Even if you're not using helium 10, that's the way you probably should be, should be working. So you're going to see that. But if you've got the inventory, at your local warehouse, and, and it's running low on Amazon. We're also going to give you transfer suggestions like, Hey, it's about time to transfer some more, uh, some more boxes from your local warehouse to Amazon. Now, the beauty about this is you can actually do that within the tool within the tool itself. You can actually create the shipping plan inside of helium 10 without even going to seller central. All right. So it tells you, Hey, you need to transfer 150 egg trays from your California warehouse, Bradley to go to Amazon. You can actually create the shipment right there within Helium 10, all right, to get started. That's 
boggles my mind every time I say that. I can't believe that we're even able to do that, but you can do it right there and then everything will be reflected again right in the tool suite. You're gonna be able to manage your suppliers. You know, you don't have to give, people are always worried, I don't wanna give Amazon my supplier information. Don't, you know, we're not, we're not sharing your supplier information with Amazon or anybody else. That's just in your personal account right there. Upload your suppliers and then you can put for each of them, all right? For this supplier, this is my lead time. For this supplier, this is how long it takes them to ship. This supplier handles this SKU. This supplier handles that SKU. You can do all of that now within Helium 10 so that when it tells you you need to reorder, you just go right there and you can cut the PO directly from your Helium 10 account and then it will show as pending inventory. Once that PO is confirmed, you're gonna be able to show it as pending inventory in your, in your inventory management software right here in Helium 10. You're, like I said, you're gonna be able to manage your local inventory. You're gonna be able to, to show when the purchase order has shipped. Guys, I can't even, I'm not lost for words here just because this is just ridiculous. I can't even believe, you know, if you would have told me two years ago when I first joined this company that we were gonna offer this kind of uh, functionality, uh, at no extra charge to customers, I would have been like, you gotta be kidding me. I don't even know this is possible. But all of these things that I've been mentioning are available right now within your, your Helium 10 tool. So guys, start taking advantage of this right away. All right, guys, if you wanna find out more about what this tool can do, there's a page that we made just so you can kind of take a look at it. Go to uh, helium10.com forward slash tools forward slash inventory dash management. I know that's a mouthful. I apologize. You can, you can check out helium10.com forward slash podcast and find this podcast episode and get that link there. But again, it's helium10.com forward slash tools forward slash inventory dash management. On our YouTube account, uh, type in inventory management or something like that. You'll see the replay of a live demonstration that that John and I, John is the VP of product here at Helium 10. He's been on the podcast before uh, that, that he did in order to uh, give you guys like a tutorial on how to use this. But you guys have this available right now if you're already a Helium 10 member. If you're not, there's a special that we have going on just for the next couple of weeks. So again, you know, you guys might be listening to this episode months later or, or something, right? You're not gonna be able to take advantage of this deal. But if you are listening to this episode before the end of September, we've got a, a special where you can get 25% off your first couple of months of, of either the diamond or the platinum plan. And for that, go to helium10.com forward slash inventory 25, all right, inventory 25, helium10.com forward slash inventory 25. Again, if you're listening to this in October, do not try to go to that uh, page. It probably will not work. At least you won't be able to get that uh, that discount. Now, what plans have this? If you have a platinum plan, you're gonna be able to have access to it. You're gonna be able to uh, connect uh, two tokens. So you can even have it on two different Seller Central uh, accounts and you will be able to forecast up to 20 of your SKUs. If you have more than 20 SKUs, I highly suggest using the diamond plan. You have unlimited, all right? So you're selling 500 different products. Boom, you got a diamond plan. We'll give you forecasting on all 500, all 1,000, all whatever number of products that you have that you want to uh, be able to have forecasting for. So I, I highly suggest the diamond plan, guys. Take advantage of that offer. Or if you're listening to this way later and you just want some kind of discount, use our Serious Sellers podcast discount. That's SSP10, SSP10. And you'll be able to get 10% off of any of the plans uh, other than Elite, all right? So you'll be able to get 10% off diamond, 10% off platinum. But give this a try, guys. Uh, I hope I've illustrated the value of properly managing your inventory whether you're using Helium 10 or not, it can mean the difference of thousands of dollars of lost sales or of extra storage charges that you're having to spend if you do not have a good grasp 
or control over your inventory. So I know you guys are gonna have a lot of great input once you start using this tool on what you'd like to see. You know, some people have said, hey, I wanna see some QuickBooks integration. You know, some people have said, you know, hey, I wanna see this, I wanna see that. Get those suggestions in, guys. Send it to support at helium10.com and you will be able to, uh, you know, give us those suggestions. Now, real quick, I just wanted to read a couple. There's some, we've had some really good uh, reviews lately on the uh, podcast. So I just wanted to read some of these here on that we've gotten on Apple. Hannah Bello says, learn from the best. Everything you need to know about solving the world of Amazon can be found on this very podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for the, the kind words, guys. I, I want to read more of your reviews. So please uh, leave us reviews. If you are listening on Apple podcasts, just uh, on your podcast player, scroll to the bottom, give us a review, and I'll, I'll give you a, a shout out um, on the podcast. And, and to some people, you know, regardless of what you know, rating you give us, we're going to pick some random people to, to maybe send some Helium 10 masks or some Helium 10 shirts here just to show appreciation to our different listeners. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have any questions at all, please reach out to Helium 10 or you can hit me up on my Instagram which is H10 Bradley, H10 Bradley. See you guys on the next episode.